Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 419 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. And Lando. Who's already laid down. He is so tired. It is so hot. We need to cool it down for the old pupperdoo. And he doesn't like to, like, if it's the middle of the day, he doesn't like to come in and rest downstairs unless he's locked inside. Yes, you have to force him to, like, rest inside. Otherwise, he finds a nice cool patch of dirt to lie in. Yeah. Boy loves to lie in some dirt. It's his favorite, one of his favorite things along with Frisbees. Before we get too deep here, I want to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Hoppen Barrel Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. If you'd like to be a patron, head over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Carlos, you were telling me something about our Black Belt patrons just the other day. Do you remember what that is? Yeah, so they're planning on making a, uh, a band. A band? A band. A band? Yeah. What kind of band? Well, that's a problem. So they decided on that, and they, they, they're they all in on doing the band. The problem is they don't have uh, a lot of magical, musical uh, talent amongst themselves. Do they have any magical talent, though? Well, I mean, that's that's for a different uh, thing. But, uh, no, yeah, it's, uh, like, some of them have, like, uh, some skill, like, uh, so, but, like, it's just, like, not enough. And so, like, uh, what it came down to, like, well, there's, like, all right, well, they're, they're, they were all thinking amongst themselves, like, all right, well, I'm going to choose an instrument that I know I can just knock out of the park, except they all chose the tambourine. Wow. So, so uh, they're kind of a uh, little... They're, they're an winning, old tambourine jamboree. Well, they're trying to, like, be the last one but to not choose just tambourine, so that they, they get to use tambourine and try to make everybody else choose other instruments. So they're all just at a standstill. Yep, they're stuck there. And nobody chose the triangle. Nobody chose the triangle. Or the maracas. Nope. All chambrine or the rain stick. Nope, it's none of those. Well, I'm just I'm trying to give them other like easy ideas. I mean, is the rain stick really an instrument or is it just a stick that does that and then you just let it do that thing? I mean, that's an instrument, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, is the little baby toy where you turn it over and it makes a moo sound? Is that a musical instrument? Yeah. Okay then. Okay. It's, it's about as musical as the fucking triangle. It says uh, it says musical as the rain stick. We got a, we got a good comparison though. We got the <laughs> the moo box and the. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play the moo box professionally. Yeah. Mer. Yep, that, that's the way. <laughs> so yeah, that's what they've been up to. All right, well, if you'd like to join their band and uh, play in the Moo Box, head over to patreon.com slash series and become a patron today. Carlos, what have you been up to this past week, my friend? Uh, let's see. So, uh, well, Games on Quick started just the other day, so sure that was did. great. Yesterday, even. Yep, so that'll be going on all week long, chair, uh, supporting uh, uh, Doctors Without Borders uh, for this one. And they're they're do recording it just over in Minneapolis. So oh, all week nice. long we'll be doing uh, like uh, their streams, and I'll be probably falling asleep to those streams. Oh, that's right. We talked about going over uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I don't feel like going anywhere. Yeah, I know. And uh, let's see what else. Oh, and there's a four day weekend for me, which was great having a four day weekend. I do have to go back to work tomorrow, but because we are recording this on a Monday. And then, uh, let's yeah, cause it's, uh, oops, sorry. Ah, <laughs> and then, uh, let's see what else. Uh, yeah. Cause it's a Memorial day. It is Memorial day. And we were busy a lot of the weekend, including, uh, we had a big pool party on Saturday. It was we a lot did. Of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was a really good like party. We spent like the entire day out there. We had some brats for dinner. Great. Good the old pool, Wisconsin the pool. The pool is still looking nice and clear. Yeah, it's a good uh, it's a good pool. Mm-hmm. Good to pool year. Oh, we have polluted air, turns out. Yeah. Bunch of shit's burning in Canada. Well, you know, it'll happen. Damn Canadians. Oh, yeah. So that's basically what I've been up to. And I'm looking forward to more games done quick uh, yeah. this rest of the week. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, I took my folks to the airport on Monday, so they went off on their grand German vacation. Uh, and then I took Jacqueline and some of her friends to the airport on Wednesday morning, uh, so they could go climb a mountain this weekend. 
Um, and so they're all off the mountain now, safe and sound. Uh, and they'll be flying back uh, tomorrow night. So right. it's pretty exciting. And they went to Mount Shasta in California. Yep, Shasta, where they have the Shasta sodas. Yep, that's a, it's actually like just a big pile of Shasta soda. You see the Shasta cans everywhere? Everywhere. The Shasta root beer that I remember from my youth and like is probably not very good. Oh, probably not. Probably yeah. not good at all. Um, and then, let's see, did a lot of mountain biking this past week, mm-hmm. uh, and I might be able to get out a little bit tomorrow, we'll see, so did that a bunch. Uh, made my first really big boo-boo, um, with the bike, uh, today. Oh, I don't yeah? know if you heard that at all. No. Yeah, so I went out for, like, a really hard ride, and I was exhausted, um, and, like, stopped and, like, got a snack at the gas station and was just, like, coming home, like, jamming to some tunes, opened up the garage door and tried to drive right in. Oh. <laughs> did you did you hit the bike? I did hit the bike oh, on God. the roof. The bike is fine. Okay. The bike is fine. That's good. Um, yeah. Uh, basically, like, it just, it dislodged from the... Okay. From the uh, the rack and like yeah, so the bike is good. It's there's a little there's a few little scuff marks and stuff on it, and that's kind of about it. Okay. Um, and then the pedal put a nice little dent in my car door. Oh uh, shit. When it uh, when it fell because I had it like mm-hmm. yeah, and then yeah, uh, and then but yeah, the garage is fine, bike is fine. Uh, only, only thing hurt is my ego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was uh that was that was a fun noise to hear. Yeah, well, I'm glad you like as I would expect like your wheel to get fucked up by that. I I did too. I was like shit. I went out there and like yeah, everything's good. Like I didn't even get a flat tire. So right. I was like, whew. Did you like r- give it like a cook right around the block just to make sure? I did around the yard. Okay. But, yeah, uh, and like it bounced it up and down and made sure that everything was good. So. All right. Well, I'm glad that you said you didn't like damage your bike and have to get like a new wheel already. Right. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't ma- damage the bike. I'm glad I really didn't damage the car much. Mm-hmm. Like a door ding is whatever. Um, and I'm glad I didn't damage the garage roof. Yeah. Or garage door. So or the bike rack. So everything like really just not that bad of a thing. <laughs> um, let's see. What else did I? I feel like that's kind of about it. I've been playing a lot of Tears of the Kingdom yeah. uh, in my, like, in what little downtime I have. Um, I spent a lot, I spent a couple hours editing podcasts yesterday. We have, like, a big, like, editing session coming up. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. And we were going to do it today, and then I just had no energy. Yeah. Yeah, and... uh yeah, I, was, I still can't believe it's 8 o'clock already. Like, how? where did this day go? Yeah, it went by fast. And I woke up in the morning. I, That's what yeah. I've been doing. I've been waking up in the morning. That's usually when people wake up. Yeah, well, it's not when I wake up. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's been it's been good. Um, we went and saw Fast and the Furious for another halftime. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, do you want to talk about that now? Or do you want to... Should we do Fast, Beer, then... Yeah, let's do fast. The next quarter mile. Welcome to the next quarter mile, the segment of the show where we talk about the next quarter of the latest Fast and the Furious movie that we are watching, which is the latest Fast and the Furious movie, Fast X or Fast 10 or Fast 10 Your Seatbelts. I saw somebody online make the joke, Fast Fast 11 Your Seatbelts for the next one, Mm. and I'm like, no, that's stupid, and you're dumb. Yeah, but now now I'm tr- stuck trying to think of like things that you could do with it though. What could you do? Because like fast eleven year seatbelts doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't, and I'm really upset that they made that joke because it's a terrible joke. Yeah, no, I, and but now it's stuck in my head like trying to come up with a better one, and I, it's not an easy thing with eleven. Well, good thing we don't have to do that yet because we still have three quarters of this movie to get through. Yeah, so let's see. So we just watched the second half of it, so we hit the halfway point. So where did we... Uh, so we got to do... Uh, 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 we have to do the uh, the entire plot, though, don't we? The we sure do. We have to do the plot in 60 seconds. So the plot in 60 seconds is the part where we uh, have to cover the entire... Be- from the very beginning of the Fast and Furious franchise all the way to where we are currently, which is halfway point of Fast 10, 
one minute to do the all that plot. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to be some full disclosure here on my test. I was cutting it real close on this minute because I'm trying to cram everything oh, yeah. in. And whoo! All right. Okay, I'll count you down. Okay. Three. Two, one, go. Tuna fish. Brian races Dom and almost blows up his car. Dom accepts him and offers him a corona. Mia gives up Dom and friends so CB can bust Dom. CB lets Dom escape. Too fast for back with no longer cop. Brian FBI recruits him and Roman. There's a forgettable villain. Sean gets shipped to Tokyo. He makes a friend. Meets Han. Destroys Han's car. Han is murdered. Dom shows up at the end. Back in time to the DR. Dom and family are heisting. Letty dies. Dom returns. Brian is back. Mia's mad. Dom goes to prison. Dom is out of prison. In Rio, a job goes bad. Intro Hobbs. The fam assembles. Hobbs switches sides. Letty lives, but she's with Sean Lennon. Twist. Letty has amnesia. Bam. Letty's back with the fam. Mia shows up and they chase a plane. Giselle dies. Only Han cares. Shaw attacks the fam. Dom is rescued by Mr. Nobody. Dom and Brian make a car fly. Dom kills the chopper with a car. Cypher gets Dom to betray the fam. Cypher kills Elena. The fam goes to Russia to fight a submarine. Dom's back with the fam and blows up the submarine. Mr. Nobody's plane goes down and the fam tries to find him. Dom's brother shows up. He's working with Cypher. Mia shows up. Roman becomes self-aware. Han is alive. And Helen Mirren helps Dom find Jacob. It's the past. Reyes has a son. Dom sends him to the ocean. It's cookout time. Roman goes to Rome. It's a trap. Aquaman rolls a bomb through towards the Vatican. Dom saves the Pope. Mia sucks at Mario Kart. Jacob and Lil B go on a road trip to Mexico. Yeah, not bad. Woo! You had a couple seconds to spare. I don't think I missed anything. I think I think that's everything. No, no, and like you, like I, like you threw Helen Mirren in there. Like it's like <laughs> wow, that all is cut out. I cut out Helen Mirren. Like you I, can't cut out Helen Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! And I, I, and then I added extra time to say Aquaman instead of Momoa. Oh yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah. You could have well, just said Dante and just left it at that. No, he's Aquaman. <laughs> I have I have a theory actually, and we'll get into that when we actually talk about this uh, this quarter. Um, but I would like uh, you to do what is arguably the harder segment. Yes, the, the ten second car. This is a very difficult segment where like I have to talk about the last quarter of the movie that we just saw in ten words, no more, no less. Very difficult. Yep, precisely ten. Here we go. Rome explodes. Agency turns on crew. Dante is reigning chaos. I like it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, let's uh, let's talk about this. So, I I just want to talk about Dante for a second because sure. uh, or Aquaman as he is because he's Jason Momoa mm-hmm. who is Aquaman and I think it's a shared universe. The Fast uh, universe and the DC universe are shared, and Dante and Aquaman are the same person and. Um, what happens is when Dom throws Dante into the ocean, he becomes Aquaman. See, I see this differently. I'm seeing this more as like this whole movie is Jason Momoa auditioning for to the be Lo- Lobo. <laughs> oh, Lobo. Okay. So he wants to be Lobo and he also wants to be Aquaman at the same time. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. But you'll find out that they're actually both Aquaman and uh, Lobo are actually Dante. And it's just what he does in his off time when he's not fucking around with the Fast crew. Oh, is, is he Lobos? Yeah, because he's going to play the same role. It's just that one role is doing other stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's why you'll never see them see Lobo and Aquaman on screen at the same time. Hmm. I mean, it's genius. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, this is just a Batman film. <laughs> this is straight up just a Batman film. I uh, and I, Dom's Batman. I don't know what kind of. Film and there's this is. and there's a, there's a this, whole Bat fam. This is not a, a Batman film. Yeah, it's a Batman film. Uh, Roman's Alfred. Uh, <laughs> Roman is, Han is no, definitely Han, 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 Han is Robin. <laughs> uh, Tej is Nightwing. All right. Um, I guess that makes uh, what Letty is Batwoman. Yeah. And uh, uh, Ramsey's Batgirl or Oracle, depending if she if she gets paralyzed this film, she's Oracle. Yeah, that's that's true. Like, uh, hopefully she doesn't get paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see where we uh, pick up. So we pick we cut off right as. Uh... Oh yeah, no, I, I had to. The the bomb started rolling. Was that this quarter? Okay, okay. I was very confused on like which quarter where this because we we've seen this movie a couple times now, and like I was looking at my notes like, wait, is that actually where this quarter picked up? No, yeah, that's where it okay, picked yeah. up. This quarter ends with uh, Jacob opening the trunk. Yes. 
So yeah, so we find out that yeah, no, that bomb that was on Little Nobody's truck, it does explode, and Little Nobody jumps out and he rolls on the ground, but he looks fine actually. Yeah, but he goes to the hospital. <laughs> he looks fine because they had to sideline a character, so he had more screen yeah. time for all of the other characters. So yeah, the bomb keeps rolling. Uh, Luddy and Dante are like uh, doing a chase scene, and like Dante is like, "Oh, that's so cool, Luddy." <laughs> yeah, he's like cheering them on while he's actively murdering them. Uh-uh, Letty, stop jamming me. <laughs> well, and I mean, Letty did have some really cool like stunts in this, oh, like yeah. when she jumped over the clothesline thing. Like that was dope. Yeah, like just like bouncing off the wall, like stepping over it in the bike. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. Like, he's real too tricky, Dom. I can't stay on him. It's like, what a weird line. It's like, oh, you know, this person's too tricky. He might be able to get away from me, Dom. That's not the response the fast crew should have. It's like, I'm going to get him, Dom. Yeah. Uh, the This entire Rome sequence is really good. It's just a lot of fun. It's high octane. It's classic fast. So, yeah. And uh, so the bomb ends up on the bridge on the way to the Vatican. And uh, Dom, like, Dom hits, saves the point. He's like, Dom's being told, like, to run away, get out of there. It's going to blow up and blow you up, too. And, like, Dom's like, like it's like what it's never over and then it hits a crane knocks it off and after hitting the crane because he hits the nos at first he yeah. so he nosses off the bridge hits the crane and keeps going on, on land somewhere else well the crane turns around like knocks the the bomb into the water where it then very quickly like it didn't even have time to like go below the surface it just explodes just explodes and it is a gigantic explosion it's a pretty big explosion like it would be like a mini nuke or something like that is what it looks like. Yeah, but it was underwater, so just some fish died. Yeah, some fish died and the cars... Which go- is why Aquaman's so mad at Dom. It sends cars flying in the air. And like Because like all the cars that are chasing after, like all the cops mm-hmm. that were are like behind uh, Dom, they get flung. Dom is fine? Well, yeah. He has plot armor. He's able to force that car down. Yeah, I don't know why the other car drivers didn't force their cars down. Yeah, you know, just, you just, I feel like they could have done a better job. They could have. The, if they were better drivers. Cars. Yeah. I so mean, yeah, ridiculously large explosion. Uh, like so many people, of course, died. Right. Right. Uh, nope. Nope. No casualties. No. Casualties. <laughs> they have a new segment that they talk about um, n- uh, that there's no casualties. Uh, Luddy was captured. Uh, the agency has her. Uh, Dom talks to uh, to uh, the the Shah mother, the Shah mom, Helen Mirren. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, Dame Shah, Dame Shah. Yeah, Dame Shah. Oh, those Dame Shahs. <laughs> and uh, we find out that the, and, like the crew are terrorists, but and that nobody died. Uh, we see the agency meeting. So we see like this guy we haven't seen before, like it's a big buff guy. He's like, uh, looks like he's getting ready for this big meeting, and he seems like he's in charge. And then Little Miss Nobody comes in, played by, I'm drawing a blank on her name, uh, but she's uh, uh, Captain Marvel. Yep, yeah, it was Captain Marvel. Uh, Brie Larson. Yeah, Brie Larson. And uh, a lot of exposition here. Uh, we see the, uh, the, and eventually they vote. Uh, like, well, what happens is the 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 guy now in charge, like he makes he lets us know that uh, Mister Nobody. Has been disappeared. He's been gone for a while. Nobody knows where he is. Little Miss Nobody is his daughter. Mm-hmm. And Little Nobody is too injured to apparently do a phone call. So he's uh, not. Well, he's either. off the grid or dead. He <laughs> might, like, I have a theory that um, Fast 12, like, the family had, like, so I think Dom is going to die at the end of Fast 11. And then Fast 12 is the family going to hell to save Dom's soul so he can go to heaven where he rightfully belongs. I think what's going to happen... And Mr. Nobody's going to be there to help them with his Belgian beers. I think the way that Fast 12, uh, thir- the last film is going to end, is that the villain from Too Fast Too Furious is going to show up to get his revenge on Roman... But then, like, Didn't Roman he did, die at the end. No, he he went to prison. Like Roman was like he like he's like a get out right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that, that villain was so forgettable. Like the best part of that film. Well, was I think that's why Roman think, just stole all of the cash from the FBI. Well, that's why I think it'd be funny if he shows up for revenge. Like Roman instantly takes him out. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, that was fast. Another win for the fast family. Right. Uh, we, so this is, but this uh, scene with the agency is like very awkward. Oh, it's just an exposition dump that nobody needs. Like we're being told like the family is like, like they're like, they infect law enforcement that they come across well, to joining their family. Everybody's, everybody's just one cookout away from corruption. <laughs> and like, it, I feel sorry for Brie Larson because it's so awkward what she, the stuff that she has to say. It like it's like well we have to stand by them because it's the right thing to do is like this is the agency like I don't think right is supposed to be what they're doing but it's never specified which agency and like it's just because it's, the cool it's the secret agency it's like no it's off the books yeah like even Dom like later on says like Mr. Nobody kept the agency on lo- on track and like it's like no that's not what he did at nope. all. And now they're like, <laughs> and now he's like, nobody has a code anymore. And if there's no code, what do you do? It's just like, it's the agency stuff is ridiculous. Like they're, they're never should have been like treated as like feel like nice and shining. Like the, it's been ridiculous what they have let the family get away with so far. Because I would have cut line, like I, I agree with the the guy who was like we should have cut lines long and took go. I I don't think Rome is the but like it's like, kind of weird though that he uh, that he's like so hard against them like not doesn't even want to investigate it. But and then we also see let's see oh well I mean so but Hobbs was the same way like in uh, Fast Five. Oh, he was just there to do his job. Yeah, isn't that what this guy's doing? His job. I mean, he's in charge now, so his job is to, like to tell other people what to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the agency comes after Mia and Little B. Yeah, Mia and Little B, and they're playing Mario Kart. And no, Mia. they're playing uh, Hot Wheels, which apparently is oh, okay. Uh, it's a, supposedly it's a fun game, I but it's update my it's notes. so full of microtransactions that it's like don't, like it, don't buy it, anybody. Don't buy the Hot Wheels game. Uh, so yeah, and like. So, and then they're being attacked by the agency, and then Jacob shows up. Powell drives a guy through the floor. Yep. Uh, finds little B hiding behind a toilet. Mia and him show, th- shove some. Also, some- so many stray bullets just thrown around. Everywhere. There are so like, many dead people. Oh, that- my God. Uh, and, like, uh, then, like, Jacob and Mia have this, like, are you okay? No. Are you okay? Like, they're they're both okay. And then uh, Mia's going to go. Where does Mia go? Like, does she show up again in this movie? Uh, she goes to get to make sure Brian's okay. Okay, okay, that's where she goes. And okay. their and their child, who are perpetually off screen. Because I wasn't sure if she like had. I was trying to remember if she showed up again in this film, or like she disappeared. Uh, we will find out. As of right now, we don't know. Oh, because I I literally don't remember. <laughs> Good. Uh, and then uh, yeah, and Jacob like takes a little B on a car. He has a, a car outside, an old car. Yeah, an old Mustang. Uh, and it's uh, he has a kayak on top, and because and little B's a little disappointed because he thought it was this cool looking truck they're gonna take, but no, nope. yeah, no, it's a nondescript uh, classic Mustang. Now. Things are getting a little bit out of order at this point in time because I took I wrote down notes, but I don't I, and I know because I know the events. I don't know the order that they had occurred in. Well, we're already out of order because this stuff happens after uh, some other stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Uh, so yeah, little Mo- Miss Nobody stole God's Eye and goes to find Dom. So and little God's Eye now like is now usable as a portable device too. Yeah, it's a PSP now. Yeah, it's a P- it's a little portable like God's Eye device that was plugged in and just like the agency like it has like easy. Yeah, they, they yeah they let somebody walk in and unplug it and yeah. steal it. And like Dom is like I put that in a vault. It's like well people steal vaults and, like people I, pull vaults out of the out of walls. Safer with me and like well I mean it wasn't in a vault even you pulled it out of, like a computer so like nobody's taking good care of this thing no no this is uh this is terrifying surveillance tech and uh like she's she so like he she she does a fun like three like she just starts he start talking about what he wants and she like goes like that's the first wish that's the second wish you get one more wish i, I thought that was kind of fun it was good but it was fun like they're giving her yeah, was there's really a little good. bit more that she could do yeah this yeah and then and then oh my god like so he's like i need letty Nobody, nobody can do that. Nobody would. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay. Well, that's impossible. Not with my Jesus powers. Not if you have faith. Not faith. And then, as he has it, hands a cross over to her, <laughs> and uh, so, uh, yeah. Let's see. Oh, so Roman Han, Tej, and Ramsey 
we're in cologne cargo container. And, yep. and Roman likes the cologne. And like everybody else feels like they're dying. And like he, he took some more with him as they left the container that smelled like cologne and put some on him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we find out that they're in London. Yep. The most surveilled city in the world. Uh, and also, uh, we find like Don, we find out uh, like Dante has stolen all their money. Dante is in Rio, and also that who Dante is that is yep. the son of uh, the guy that they saw saw down in Rio. We didn't find that out. We found that out like well, immediately no, like, it, in the in the flashback sequence. We knew that. No, no, we the, knew that. But like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, the, Dom, but Dom didn't know. Yeah, yeah, like a uh, little uh, little miss. Oh, that's right. And there's that street race. Yeah, that's yep. that's coming up. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, oh, uh, Dante was d- is doing uh, was doing the painting the nails of some nerds in Rio. I like talking about like uh, some stuff, and uh, it turns out the nerds are dead. <laughs> they are dead nerds. It's like, oh, what should we do? Oh, you're an evil guy. We should steal the steal their money. <laughs> wow. And then he does probably yeah. does that because he with that cipher device and like his own hacking skills, which are apparently insane. Like he's able to like just steal all their money. In mm-hmm. uh, an agency bunker, almost nobody gives. Uh, all right. Oh. There's we see uh, the agency bunker where uh, the uh, they keep their where Letty is, and Loomis nobody goes in there and stabs Letty. Yeah, she gives him Letty the cross and then stabs her to get her out of their cell. Yep, doesn't give Letty the cross, shows Letty the cross. Oh, I thought then stabs. no, no, I thought she like passed it on to her. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, let's see, in Rio, Dom meets up with an old old faces parting, and I include like the one guy. Was he like a cousin or something? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was. Because uh, I thought he was, I think like, he was just in. Because um, he's in like part, he, he was, five. Yeah, I I know he was in it. I thought I couldn't remember if he was like like actual family or if he was like a. Or like was a friend. he in? Or was he in the Cuba one? Because <sighs> that was Fast Eight. No, I think it was Five. Five was been. Rio. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. It was Cuba. Oh, no, yeah, it was Cuba. Yeah. Why is he... I don't know. <laughs> Why is he real then? Because uh, vaguely South American. All right. So, yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, Dante shows up because that was the Dom's plan. Because if he shows up, Dante's going to show up. And Dante shows up, hands out, like, lots of cash. Yep, and then there's a street race. A really good, yeah, like... Well, they, they do a fun, like, like uh, guns drawn scene where all the people have guns pointed at Dom, and then, like, Dom, we find out that only half the crowd that are exactly on uh, Dante's yes. side are, as the other half then pulls out guns to point at uh, at Dante. And it's weird looking, like, it's like he has multiple arms sticking out, his, out uh, pointing at uh, Dom and the outside of guns. And he's like, well, you know... If we could just like start uh, shooting and <laughs> just see what happens, <laughs> or we could race. Yes, and so they race. Um, uh, and four people in a line and it does like yeah. like a cut across the cars, so like they do in the like they used to do yeah. when they were doing you know, like the line. But races. like Aquaman's cheating because he put bombs on everybody's cars. <laughs> yep, he's uh, cheating. And so as soon as they pull out ahead, he arms the bomb and he's like, "Ooh, who are you gonna choose?" Trick question. You can't save either of them. And then. Uh, Dom ends up saving one who ends up being. Well, we don't we don't find. Oh, out we don't th- we don't know that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dom saves the hot girl. Yeah, so we he saves the hot girl, which is, you know was the right choice. It's the right choice. Always the right choice. And uh, Dante wins the race. Yep. So now Dante's the best street racer in the world. Yeah, he is the best street yeah. racer in the world. Um, and that's like then it's, it's like a there's ro- the road trip with L- Jacob little and little and B, Jacob. and there's not really much happening there. They're playing good vibrations, and like so, like yeah. like Jacob goes on this thing about like you know this band used to be a he used to, like the person like the singer used to be uh, underwear models. Like what the fuck is he talking about? Like I like I Marky don't, Mark. I don't even yeah I didn't even know who like does good vibrations. It's like oh I, when I looked it, it was up, the Funky Bunch. It's like it was Marky Mark and the Funky. I did not know they did the song. Oh okay. And so I was like, oh, and that's what you're going to use your example to a kid. Instead of like, hey, the one guy that was in a couple Transformers movies. Nobody wants to remember the Transformers movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they have cars in them, so the kid would have seen them. Yeah, but that's also like the Transformer movie where there was the scene where he had the card with the, the statutory rape laws yeah. on it like which was that was a weird that was a weird that was very, yeah yeah yeah, so like, uh, yeah it was very weird and although like there's a crossover fast and the furious and transformers oh my god 
you know that Dom would have to like he'd be in a fight with a, like <laughs> with he, Optimus a, Prime, a, and he'd be driving one of the Transformers, and then he'd have to get out and then punch one of the the bad guy robots. He, he has to punch Megatron like right. He'd in the punch face. him out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what would have to happen. With with his cross, yeah. But we leave off. At, they're at the truck stop, and uh, Jacob is, is opening, opening his trunk, trunk. and we All don't right. see what's inside. Yeah. All right. Well, we have a beer. We should try, huh? Yeah. Um, I will get this going around just a second here. Let me pour. Was it a some. new Glarus? It is a new Glarus beer. It is their thirtieth anniversary beer. Nice little Belgian. I can't tell if this is a clean glass. It, or not. it is. I put it on the okay. table. Um, this is uh, their 30th anniversary quad. Brewing for our Wisconsin friends since 1993 deserves celebration. This Belgian quad is a hearty combination of Czech, German, and American malted barley. Rich, luxurious raisin, vanilla, dried fruit, and dark chocolate notes pervade New Glarus Estate and German Diamant hops. Champion subtle notes of cinnamon and clove. Uh, Belgian dark candy sugar pushes the original gravity to 24 degrees Play-Doh. Be warned, Dan's balance artistry conceals a 10.5% ABV. This is a voluminous brew ready to be savored tonight or laid down to celebrate a future occasion. Uh, so I, I'm smelling this, and I got to ask a question. Whoa, banana. Yeah, is, that's really banana. I mean, it's it's within style. Oh, it's, it's like, within yeah, style? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like uh, candied banana or like runts almost. Yeah, like it's a very or no banana taffy. Oh yeah, there it's, you go. it's 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 banana, banana laffy taffy. taffy. Yeah, like just yeah. And like as soon as that can opened, I got a massive whiff of that. Yeah, it's like uh, I thought no banana was the thing, but like it's okay. No, with well, style. so some styles you can have banana. Hmm. That does not taste like ten percent. No, it does not. Oh, that is a dangerous beer. You know, this goes down very well. Yeah, it's um, it's sweet. I get a lot of like that dark fruit. Um, get a little bit like the, the the cloves. Oh yeah, there's like a little bit of like warming on the back end, and like it almost comes up like you you get that like cinnamon clove. It's almost uh, snickerdoodly on the back end. Yeah. Oh man, this is very easy to drink though. Like this, this is actually a dangerous beer. That is really good. There's just like. There's there's like a lot of uh, body mouthfeel right up front, and then like it it dries out and stretches um, almost to like a cidery like cidery mm-hmm. uh, like consistency, and it's just so damn good. Yeah. Wow. Uh, New Glarus puts out consistently amazing beer. Yeah. Like, it's just really good. I think it might help that they don't have to worry about expanding any further. Right. Than they already just are. Like, yeah, so, they can, so they just have to focus on. Doing what they want and with what they like with their because they only are in Wisconsin only, yeah. So I think that actually helps them. I think so too. And makes other states desperate for it, right? Um, why don't you give me a number on this one? So, what kind of beer is this? This is a a quad, a quadruple ale, a A Belgian quad. Oh, this is. So I don't know. I'm. I don't know if I've had. I've had to have had quads in the past, but like this is really good. I'm. I'm gonna give this a nine. This is a nine. This yeah. is absolutely a nine. This is a really good beer. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I don't have a can of this because I would not be able to like a. Grab. There's no regulation yeah. there. Like, yeah, we're splitting a single 12 ounce can. Uh, it comes in a four pack, and it's only like 12 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. At all. Pack, like, which is insane. Oh man! All right. So first discussion topic. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna play discussion, discussion, discussion today. Uh, our first discussion topic is. Uh, well, it's it's a little selfish for me because I need help, and so I'm going to enlist your help on right. air because it. Uh, that's that's how this works. So tell uh, me, Casey, what is troubling you? So I uh, this week made a decision. To uh, to jump on an opportunity to go on the Star Cruiser, which is the uh, Disney uh, Star Wars hotel, where it's a forty eight hour immersive experience where you are just shoved into Star Wars for forty eight hours. So it is like everything like happened like all day long is Star Wars too. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I didn't know that it was like the full. Th- I, so yeah. I thought it was just like a hotel. No, 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 no. So uh, from from what I understand and like the little bit of research I've, I've done already and like more things is once you get on, you have uh, so your phone is your data pad. Right. So there's like an app. And uh, everything, everything that like is is theme Star Wars. Um, everybody, uh, all the staff is in character 100 percent of the time. Uh, and like in Star, like so, you are on a Star Wars like cruise line, like Galactic Cruise Line, and you even take like a shuttle down to Batu as like your stop on the cruise is like your little shore leave. Um, and there are events like kind of like throughout the entire thing, so um, like you'll get like a notification of like oh like this person wants to talk to you or whatever and you have to go and like well now the outrageous price makes some sense yeah and like that's a two-day event yes instead of like being like this is a hotel that's star wars themed and then you just go out on rides in the regular theme park no 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 yeah you the only regular theme park is you spend five hours on batu okay um on on uh the full day that you're there so like you go in the morning and then mm-hmm. you come back, uh, like after lunch and then you're back on the on the cruise ship. So you, do you know where in the schedule like lightsaber making or is that? As uh, so I, I I don't think I'm gonna do lightsaber making. You're not on gonna this do one. lightsaber making. So so here's here's where I'm at with this and like I've been talking with uh, with so uh, the person I'm going with yeah. has done it before. All right, um, and he's like okay. Here's here's what I learned. Here's how we can get the most of this very unique experience. And then if you want to go do some of the other things, like either like a book a day or when you go back to or when I go back to Orlando, I can go to Disney and like book a lightsaber thing and do it separately yeah. um, because that's something like I can go back and do any time. Yeah. He's like, but you want to maximize this. So but like the other things, um, uh we're going to try to do Rise of the Resistance twice because apparently there's like two storylines you can right. do. Uh, and that's like the that's supposed to be an incredible ride experience. Um, and then we're going to do like the Smuggler's Run, uh, which is like the flying of the Millennium Falcon and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, uh, but there's like uh, there's like you can on on the cruise ship itself, you can do or I guess like the hotel. So, so wait, is like the hotel actually a cruise ship? No, it's it's a hotel, but they call it a cruise ship. And like you look out the window and it's space. All right. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. It's it's a it's a fully immersive experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited about it. But I need a backstory for my character and I need a character. I mean. So here's here's I, I'm thinking of doing some kind of like smuggler type deal just because I think it'd be fun. I mean, the name of your character is going to be Gorick because that's it? the name of your Star Wars like your first Star Wars character is what Gor Wilkin, Gor Wilkin, and then like is Gorick's been like your go to name for like right. Should, the first if you do an MMO, the first guy, character you make is Gorick, right? And then uh, you do other names. So I, I need a last name. You gotta do something Fast and Furious related. All right, or I was just gonna go Lotro and Gorik Taximan. Yeah, no, yeah, but uh, something Fast and Furious related doesn't sound bad either. But uh, Taximan does make does fit too the Gorik theme, right? Um, all right, so I'm gonna do this. This is gonna be all right. Um, Star Wars backstory. We're gonna take some notes. We're gonna come up with some ideas. All right, so name. We're going with Gorik something. Yep. Um, human smuggler, because I'm a human. You're gonna have a vest. Uh, yeah. So I, I've been I've been looking at that too. Uh, I think I have to have a vest. Yeah. Um, I found uh this guy on Etsy who um so you can't have holsters. Yeah. Right. But um I found this guy on Etsy who makes um like the Han Solo holster thing except instead of like a holster, it's like a pouch. So I could like there's like um like a like a class pouch and stuff so I could put like my cell phone and stuff right. in there like That's and, good. Th- and that like and it has like that that like iconic like hexagonal but a belt buckle and everything right. and That's cool. Yeah, so I'm going to do that. Um I have to pick up some boots. Got to get a vest and probably like a scarf So you're going to get new. boots. So, so like the problem is like you're going to do a lot of walking. Well, not still. not like I uh, yeah, I'm going to get um not like We're just going to get boots that like that all fit. 
Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that will fit with the thing because I think it has to be some kind of like slip on type boot, mm-hmm. but it also has to be comfortable with insoles and the whole thing. So you're gonna have pants have a stripe down the side of them, or I not? I haven't decided if I'm gonna go that route or if I'm just gonna wear like or get some um, like either like climbing like hiking pants or uh, like motorcycle pants so or something like hiking that. Hiking would probably be a good one just because like they'll be light and, and it's, it'll be better in the the warm the in, heat. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I was thinking. So I was thinking about getting a new pair of hiking pants uh, that I need to get anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then getting them in the color that will work with the with the thing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I got to get some like Greeblies and stuff to like put on the vest to make it like look. Oh yeah, yeah. and like on the belt and. But yeah, so I need a backstory though, like because like I, if I'm gonna get in this character and I'm gonna be like interacting with people in character, I need to know like, am I like a terrible gambler? Am I like do like what what is what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? I mean, you could just lay into the smuggler stuff, and this is the problem is like you lost your ship and your cargo because like the, the empire pulled you over. Should I just go like full Captain John Corby on it? Like the empire pulled you over, and it's like oh, uh, it's it's not the empire; it's the first order. Oh, the first order order pulled you over, and you're like oh, what what is this? I'm so lost. This isn't my ship at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. I don't even Thank know how God I got you guys here. Found me. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so, um, now that you've impounded this ship, like, is there any way I can get it? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where do you have the command codes that you took from the ship that's not mine? Yeah, yeah, I, I need those back. <laughs> so, uh... Like, it's not my ship, it's a friend's ship, it, Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's my friend's ship. I mean, he, he's gonna need it back. He's got work in the morning. Yeah, Cor- Corlock really needs this ship, like... <laughs> It's his. It's not. It's not... All, all, that spice, not mine. Never seen it before, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think that am, am I am I running shit for the resistance? Am I like no? Okay, well, <laughs> you're just running shit. I'm a manure smuggler. Well, you're you're actually trying to evade the republic. If that's how you ended, <laughs> and up. I ended up. <laughs> <laughs> just trying like I'm on everybody's shit list. Yeah. Am I going under it? Like, and I am I just like, and I'm just like traveling under my name, or am I traveling under an assumed name? No, it's your own name because you got to advertise. <laughs> I have the slowest. I have a terrible record. <laughs> I'm good at smuggling sometimes. Mostly by accident. If I get my name out there. I'm working on it real hard. I've been in and out of prison my entire life. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Like it's kind of fun, but yeah, I'm I'm like really excited for the. It's gonna be a very interesting. So, experience. are you gonna have to like look up the sabak rules ahead of time? Well, I think I think I need to know how to play sabak before I go to the learn how to play sabak thing. Yeah. So I can do like. Oh, so you <laughs> can like, like. Oh, what's this game? I've never played it before. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think I think that's the way you have to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the way you have to do it. Like, oh yeah, ah, oh, Sabak. I just, oh no, oh man, oh I, I lost this. I'm so bad at this. I'm so what? One d- double or nothing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, there has to be like nerd like uh, Sabak strategy videos out there that I can like obsess over for like a week before I go. Like, oh yeah, probably. We'll have, to, we'll have to get like a box set so we can practice. Oh yeah, yeah, I could do that because like that's the th- we don't have a box set. We do not. Can you buy a box set? You have to be able to. If they made rules for it, it has to be for sale. Sabak cards. Uh oh, they're only like oh box shaped playing cards. Sabak card and dice game on eBay, twenty five bucks. 
Yeah. Well, so I'm sure it's out there. You just you'd probably just have to double check that what you're buying is going to be the same th- same thing that you're going to be playing. Yeah, I think I might have to do that because yeah. Oh, just bring like my own like uh, have like my own like chance cubes and sabak set and like <laughs> and be like oh yeah sabak interesting <laughs> no just uh, just wear sleeves that day and then like <laughs> as you're reaching for your cars the like just like, later, like sabak cards no, no, like yeah like like, her, like, hers, like oh what's that oh <laughs> ooh I can get it on Amazon for oh nice. $24, and it'll be here June 1st. Right. Oh, I have to sign in first. I'll do that after. Yeah, we're going to learn how to play Sabak. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, and then, yeah, I just, like, and then uh, we're doing, uh, like, so Fred is already, like, setting up, like, what the schedule is, and there's, um, we're doing, like, a cocktail tasting at, like, 10 a.m., and then another one at 12.30, like the same cocktail tasting no no so we're doing the one like at um galaxy's edge or like on batu uh and then there's a a completely separate cocktail list for or the one like at the hotel right and so we're gonna go do the one like at galaxy's edge and then go back to the hotel and do that one cool yeah should be pretty dope yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad that they at least like gave you something back for those like the the, the cost that it is. For yeah, the it's event. it's definitely not cheap. No, but but it's like a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited. It'll be it'll be fun. It was I was definitely like on the bubble, mm-hmm. like oh, dude. and then like it, this the the way the time worked, I was like perfect. I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. All right. That's like thank you for helping me uh yeah. work on or get some ideas for this uh for this character. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot like some of the characters you've played in D&C early. I mean, yeah, like it's I feel like it's it's a mix between uh Barrack Blue Axe and Corby. Captain John Corby. Yeah. Um just a little The less- captain who didn't have a ship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just like a little uh, a little murdery. Uh should I call myself Captain? Yeah, of course. Okay, so I'm Captain Gork. I have to figure out what uh, I'll have to like dig into my Star Wars notes and figure out like what which uh, mm-hmm. planet I'm from, and thinking like either like probably like a mid rim planet. Yeah. So I like, probably grew up with like a very um what's that what was that uh pirate captain in um the John Reese Davies. I can't remember. Thing uh, where, yeah, just like kind of like a rich guy who just decided he wanted to be a pirate captain one day. A <laughs> little bit like that, like grew up kind of with the silver spoon and then like just never got really good at anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could have fun with that. All right. Uh, what's your discussion topic? So it's kind of a... so. We've been play- both been playing Tears of the Kingdom, the new Zelda game. Absolutely. And like actually right before we started recording, like Games and Quick, they're doing a Zelda run of uh, 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 what, A Link Between Worlds. Yeah, that was the one they were playing. So I was going to. So I guess what is your favorite Zelda game? And then like what is like. Uh, and like why do, why is it your favorite? Um, I mean, did you have you oh, played? Man. Have you basically played all of them? I have played every single Zelda game. Um, I have not finished a uh, Oracle of Ages and Zelda Two. Oh, so you finished Zelda One? Uh huh. I gotta go back one of these days and finish that one. Yeah, I used a guide to get through it because there's no way I was gonna. I did not have a guide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was ten and I did not have a guide. Yes, well, well, I never finished it at that point yeah. i was just like i would just dick around there it. is one time where i stumbled upon like and i got like very far just discovering random shit but i was so lost on where to go next like i had like stuff i'd never seen before yeah and i just got blown up and found the right secret shops because it relies on secret shops it does yeah. um yeah so i feel like we have to split this into two categories right. you have isometric zelda and you have 3d zelda all right um, and I feel like those are two very, like, very distinct categories. 
Would you agree? Yeah, they're they're very different. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I definitely have favorites and least favorites in in those. Um, though I will say, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, which one do you want first? Uh, you know, let's do the uh, the uh, let's work our ways up to the three D. Let's okay. let's start so, from so the two D. The uh, yeah. or or at least the overhead view. Yeah, stuff. yeah, like the isometric, the two yeah. D, the overhead. Um, yeah. So my absolute favorite to this day is a link to the past. It's the classic Zelda adventure. Oh yeah. Um, it blew my mind the first time I played it. And I poured hours and hours and hours into that game. And I still go back to it as, like, it's a comfort play. No, no, this is, like, basically, it's a cl- the classic Zelda game to look at. It's There's a reason that, like, that's the biggest one for speedrunning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that, that is absolutely my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, my least favorite, I think, is Phantom Hourglass. That's the one with the trains. Yeah, I never played that one. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Um, I recently finally played Minish Cap, mm-hmm. and that one was kind of that one's kind of fun. It's oh, it's a little on the short side. It's a Game Boy Advance game, um, and like Link's Awakening is fine. It's a fun like thing, but it's also depressing as hell. Oh, it's very depressing. Um, and the Oracle games are just okay. So I haven't played a lot of the, uh, like, I played the old one, Zelda and Zelda 2. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, Link's Awakening and then uh, A Link to the Past. And, like, that's kind of it for the, uh, like, I guess besides the the rhythm. Uh, oh, I never played the rhythm game. The rhythm one that came out. Like, it was, I, I have that on the Switch. That's, that's fun. And I guess I never played Four Sword Adventures either. Yeah. So the rhythm one is fun, uh, but I'm just not super good at those. And like, it's one of those things like I have to actually sit down, like focus a couple hours on playing, and then get better at it. Because I've played the I play because it's a spinoff of uh, I can't remember the name of the game. Uh, I actually have I have it on my phone too, not the Zelda one, the original version. Uh, what's it called? Uh, it's Crypt of the Necro Dancer. So it was a Necro Dancer version that they did for Zelda. Okay. And. Uh, so I I need to go back to that one, but I think that my favorite one is Link's Awakening. This is a, like a, the one that uh, I had the the remake, the original one, the original on Game or Boy. Because I, I played the so, original, no, the original one, Game okay, Boy, yep, just yep. regular Game Boy one. It wasn't in color. I had a lot of fun. Like that was like one of the first times I like I was playing Zelda, like a Zelda mm-hmm. game that had story. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually, yeah, propelled you forward. Like, you could steal from the shop. You could just dick around a lot. You had a chain chomp. You could carry, like, carried, you uh, followed you around for a while. That, that yeah, only, really until, cool. only until the end of the second dungeon. Yeah, it, it doesn't stick long enough. And, like, I was always sad to see it go because it was, like, so cool. Yeah. And there were so many, like, that was the first time, like, I found out that you could just beat up chickens and then get killed and murdered by murdered. the <laughs> It's like, I gotta get off screen. I and there's can't. also just like, there's a lot of weird stuff. There's like anthropomorphic animals in that yeah. game. Like it, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in that game. It's a, it's a very weird game, but like, it's got a, just like, it's got a good spot in my heart. Is So like, that's kind of my favorite. I don't have a least favorite. Like I've, like I had the fun with like Zelda one where like just trying to explore, figure things out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't, I get like, I didn't get super far in Zelda two cause it's hard and I yeah. didn't know what I was doing, but, um, like it, I didn't dislike it. I, I, I I, I guess of the ones I've played, that's probably the, the one I like the least. Yeah. Zelda two is not a great game. And then, uh, yeah. And it's also kind of apparently it's still got those bugs in there. So, and that's, uh, yeah. So that's it for though, for like the, the old, those, how about for the 3d? What? All right. So 3d, this is a really complicated one. Yes. So I have a lot of incredibly fond memories of Ocarina of Time. Right. Uh, as far as it goes, Ocarina of Time is probably my most played Zelda game in my lifetime. You probably have the most copies of that too. Yeah, I have a bunch of copies of it. I've play and I've beaten it countless times. It's just a fantastic game, but I don't think it's my favorite 3D Zelda game. That belongs to Wind Waker. Because Wind Waker is the most aesthetically pleasing, the expressions on the faces, the like the 
like the feeling of the different items some uh or of the islands and like some of the items are really cool if it feels like a true like next step in zelda like ocarina of time was amazing and it was game changing and it was all this i feel like wind waker took all of that and made it better Uh, my least favorite hands down of the 3d skyward sword that game can go rotten hell Wow, I really don't like Skyward Sword. Oh, huh? it's fucking terrible. The control scheme is atrocious, um, and uh, it's it's so it's so bad. And like, you need a little motion plus dongle in order to play it. And then they tried to port it over to Switch, and the controls are so bad on the Switch version. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I I think I have the physical copy. I should let you try it sometime. And it's like you're like, why? Oh, geez, I like it's not fun to play it just feels so clunky and there's no there's no fluidity to the combat it's all very just like blah yeah uh and the story like the story's fine like some of the characters are really fun but it's just really blah all right so uh my favorite one is uh wind waker <laughs> i fucking love that game <laughs> it's a great game uh like i i, I enjoyed arcana i never played majora's mask Arcana. Uh, I'm mean, sorry. Or or Arcana of Time. Oh, oh, Ocarina. Ocarina. I'm sorry. I was saying the wrong word. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, it, but like Wind Waker. Like when I first saw that, that oh, this is what they're doing with Zelda. That's dumb. They're making it all cartoony. Yeah. But like it's, it's it works so, so good. well. Like it's such a great style. It makes it a, cl- a timeless classic because the 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 like it's the shell shading doesn't age. <coughs> oh, and the HD one that they released for Wii U is so pretty. It's, amazing and it's there's so much great stuff in there like character and they and they fixed the one shitty thing about it which was the triforce quest oh yeah the triforce quest was so bad yeah and it's just such a pretty like it's fun to be like on the seas and just like all right and then it's like got you into wind direction like now i got pirates and oh i'm gonna go hit this island up i'm just like you're sailing the seas and just being link it's great yeah it's so good and there's you get fun abilities as normal and uh yeah so that's that's my favorite uh so i also dislike uh what was the it was the skyward uh, skyward sword. sword but it's for a different reason than you i didn't get very far in the game because I hit that the opening quests, all the tutorial stuff that like took hours to go through. It's a really and I long, bounced off that hard. Yeah, it's I a, just it's I, a really long opening sequence. I think I got to the ground, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm done here. I'm yeah. done." I, and I was like, "I just didn't go back." Yeah, the yeah, um, there were some cool. So I will say this: there, there's like some redeeming, um, like. Uh, there's there's like a time dungeon and like so it's a lot of like time reversal and stuff like that. Um, I think so. Do you have a favorite dungeon or item in and in, in all of the Zelda games? Oh, favorite item chain shot. That's okay. so cool. The hook shot. No, just because like once you got that, like that just uh, and the, especially in the old games. Yeah. Like it was like oh that just opened up so much for right. me all of a sudden. Like oh well I'm I can now cross this gap here and. It's, and it's just a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, any favorite dungeon? Uh, I don't know about favorite dungeon. Uh, definitely not Ocarina of Time's water one. Water temple, it's rough, especially like on like with sixty four graphics. Um, the remaster like did like helped a lot, just made it, everything a lot clearer, and the maps make a little bit more sense. It also might help that I've played the dungeon about seventeen times now. So I'm trying to think of the what, what the dungeons were like in Wind Waker. I'm drawing a blank. It feels like they didn't like it didn't have the same feel as kind of like uh, oh the Wind Waker dungeons were awesome. No, uh, I mean like that's why they don't didn't have the same feel as like some of the other games. Yeah, I I mean because like they it, did. it really weighed it, like the the. Uh, uh, the uh, verticality. Although I guess I might have to say my favorite one is probably Ocarina's the tree. The very oh, first, the, the Great Dick. Like tree. that's such a great introduction it's to the, the, perfect, the it's dungeons. A great introduction and um, like the 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 first three dungeons of Ocarina are classics and they're really so good. the second one's the lava one, right? Yeah, the it's, uh, Dodongo's Cavern, yeah. um, and then it's Jabu Jabu's Belly. Yeah. Um. I like there. There's an item in Twilight Princess that's just like it's a Beyblade. Oh and yeah! <laughs> like and the dungeon where you get that, like the boss is 
Uh, it's one of the most kinetic Zelda boss fights, and it's just so much fun, and I was just grinning ear to ear, and, like, the soundtrack was perfect, and it was just an awesome, awesome dungeon. Uh, that's a game I've only played once, and... I was I was really bummed that they re- they did a late release on the Wii U. Oh, for one. oh, they, so like it's not a, a remastered on the uh, current. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so I'm like, Ugh. that's the issue um, with Nintendo is like they have like uh, their stuff is so gated on like uh, yeah, version. like they're th- some of the stuff they're finally like turning it around like making available, but like it's not a lot. Yeah, and you have to like pay for like a subscription to access it. So yeah, um, I so I miss. I, I really like Tears of the Kingdom. I feel like it improved on Breath of the Wild in every single way. Yeah. But I still miss that small curated Zelda experience. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we're ever going to get that back in 3D. I think we're gonna still because they they still they still have they have instead like uh like hundreds of like mini puzzles that you solve in like the temple the the little tiny temples that you go through yeah and then they just have like a couple big pieces well and but the big pieces are so simple I don't know have you done any of the uh, yeah I did the air one so so they they they're all the same I'm I'm gonna try I will say spoiler I will say though like uh, like probably the longest part of the air one is getting to it yes. Well, and that's that's the same thing with every single one. Although I, I would the say the temple like, itself takes less than an hour. Yeah, and there's no real big stumper things. I I did say I I did have one kind of stumper in the fire temple, um, but then I just uh, took stamina potions and climbed over. I had an air, one with the in the air temple because like one of the cranks is actually vertical. Oh yeah, and like I wasn't expecting that. So like I see this thing, it's like, huh? Is there something that, like connected to it up above that I go to? It's like so I didn't realize like, oh, I gotta hook something onto it and crank it. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was a whole. I didn't even t- couldn't even tell that I I didn't even think to check that whether well, stuff whether well, was movable in the room. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just I I miss like the longer the the. There, there was always a story to a to a Zelda. There, there, there is a story to a Zelda dungeon. You, um, you enter, you get the vibe. Then you find a map and a compass. Then you find an item. And there's usually a few puzzles along the way. And then uh, as you're finding keys and, like, the key item, once you find the key item, then you can get the boss key. And then you can go fight the boss. And there's this progression through. And the puzzles increasingly get harder, but they're all in the same vein. These shrines, the mini ones... It's not enough. It's not you're they're they're so like bite sized and disposable that I have trouble like remembering a single puzzle and being like, oh, that was really cool, or like that was a really cool experience. Yeah, and, and like a lot of the time, like I will say, at least the thing that's got going through for the small shrines is like there's stuff you can do to like skip things. Like if you like, a, well, I can brute force this by doing it this way instead, yeah. or like things like that. Well, and there's no none of the boss fights I've come across have been like really exciting. Remember in wind waker when you're, uh, it's the dragon fight and you have to like use your, your, uh, your hookshot to like swing off of his tail and make things fall from the ceiling. Oh, and, yeah. Or in, uh, in no, the that was, fire a, that was the grappling hook, right? The grappling hook. One, yeah. yeah. Uh, or in Ocarina of time in, uh, the fire temple, when you're basically just playing whack-a-mole with the giant hammer with the dragon's head. Like, these are good, fun, interesting things. And, it and, feels- and they, they changed, like, it's different because they made it all open for basically everything. So it's, yeah. I- yeah. Well, even uh, the Breath of the Wild bosses were just Phantom Ganons. All of them. With a different much, yeah. utility and then they tried to do a little bit better in tears, but they're still just incredibly forgettable and not very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm enjoying it. Apparently, this, oh, is, I'm having this is the blast. style that they're going to go for yeah. for future Zelda games. I don't know if they're all going to have. I, I think they could only push the the weapons breaking all the time one time. I like. I'm glad that they switched up the utility abilities you have. Yeah. Because instead of, like, keeping it the same as last time, they made it, like, uh, the stuff that, like, completely changes how you play the game. 
Yeah, and there's still elements, and I like that they're taking some more risks with that, and I really like the amount of side quests and the little stories that we get in Hyrule. But I like that that's still there. Yeah, uh, it's it's a really good game. It's so far my favorite game of the year, but I haven't played the Star Wars game yet. I have to do that before I go on this uh, di- uh, this Man, Disney I, thing. So. I would probably say this is that Zelda, the new Zelda, is better than the Star Wars game. I just I have a lot of fun with the Star Wars game, mm-hmm. so. I just like to hit stuff with a lightsaber sometimes. Yeah. Well, should we get out of here? Yeah, no, it's uh, pushing not, past 9 o'clock yeah, for you, us. Yeah, you have a run that you want to watch. Yeah, right? I, I'm looking forward to the Symphony of the Night uh, randomized run they're doing today. Tonight. Nice. So, yeah. Oh, I, I hit the wrong button, maybe? There we go. If you guys have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what you have, you go ahead and choose an email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewsstudios. You follow us on Instagram at blindnewsstudios. And I'll see you guys next week. 